Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good morning and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I am Monique Guzman as your host, the passion instigator, and our topic today is setting your gears, leaving your corporate job, and being your own boss. And our leading lady, I'm so excited to, to announce and introduce you to Cynthia Plankton. She is the owner of Outdoor Fitness Coach, and her motto, tagline, is train hard, train smart. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning. Thank you How for having you? me. Oh, I'm, I'm glad. wonderful. Thank you for Thank being you. here. Great. Um, so, Tell, tell our listeners, what, what kind of corporate job did you have and for how long did uh, you do it? Yeah, so I actually had a kind of a unique corporate job. I was the corporate fitness center manager um, in San Diego, and I was held a position for almost 20 years um, managing the fitness center inside of a corporation. So um, it was okay. a very unique experience for me um, to have fitness and then a collective group of people to to be in front of, to inspire them to be healthy and active um, while working their corporate jobs. And then how many, like, uh, how many, um, like, people were in and out of your fitness center? Um, What were were your numbers? On on average, we had about 3,000 members, which doesn't seem like a lot, but in a corporation, that's like 90, 80% of the of the group, and then on any given day, about 300 people. So um, it wasn't like a fitness center that you would imagine, like a commercial. It was a little bit smaller than that, but we had all the same equipment and the same offerings. So it was a, a really fun experience. Okay. And um, you were a personal trainer there, a yoga instructor, a spin mm-hmm. instructor, a mother mm-hmm. of four, Mm -hmm. a BS in sports medicine and a master's in education. And Mm -hmm. you, while you were there working, you were already racing, um, specifically mountain biking racing, correct? Yes, that's correct. In 2008, I started mountain bike racing. And that was like, what, 12 years ago? I think I'm doing my math correctly. (laughs) Something like that. Something like that. (laughs) And then also you are a certified USA cycling coach. Correct. Correct? Okay. Yeah. So you're not like an overachiever at all. <laughs> and, you and, know, it and sounds for... like a <laughs> Go ahead. Well, it sounds like a lot, but, you know, that's over the last 20 years since I got my degrees. And so you just kind of like find a passion and you grow with it, and then you pivot and you want to learn more about something else. So. Um, it was a really, like, it's just evolved over time. And so I've always had my feet in other things because I'm always curious and wanting to learn. So um, yoga was a, actually a big passion of mine just as much as mountain biking. So they both kind of grew parallel to each other. 
Okay, and then um, and then you also, as, as in addition to racing, you also race with a team. And for those that are mountain bikers, you it, your level is a Cat One. Um, it really doesn't. For those that know biking and race, they they would understand that. Um, yes. And um, and so then, wh- when did you start Outdoor Fitness Coach, the company, while you were at your corporate job? Yeah, so while I was there, um, there were things that I wanted to do. Like I, I, I really did enjoy my corporate job um, working with within the company, um, but there were things that I wanted to do, and, and I think my my business name, Outdoor Fitness Coach, kind of says it. Like I really wanted to be more outdoors. Training inside of a gym was not as fulfilling. Like it's a part of it, but it wasn't. It was more about experiencing outdoors and and training for some some bigger events. So I actually started it about 10 years ago when I started training people to do Mount Whitney. And okay. um, and so that evolved from there. Um, I would lead, train and lead people to do Mount Whitney in one day. So we did like a three-month training program, maybe four months, told them everything about the training, about the gear, temperature, you know, safety. And then um, while I was doing that, I was also getting curious about potentially sports, like training athletes, and then also mountain biking. So it's all kind of just started coming down into more mountain biking and training people for long endurance races. So even though it's not Whitney, it has that same kind of feel. I like to train people for a specific event and getting stronger and and training smarter because a lot of people think training more is better, but more isn't better. so that's um, – anyway, I think I'm getting off a little off track. <laughs> but I started 10 years ago. Okay. And so um, what would, would you say was your biggest struggle in the, in the going from the – because you were already working in the corporate level. You started doing your business while you're there. And then the transition, what would you say was the biggest struggle in leaving, you know, a secure job and doing something on your own? The biggest struggle to make the choice or the biggest struggle in, <laughs> let's see here. Whichever, whichever, uh, just like whatever, what was your thing that you had to, because leaving a corporate job, you, you're leaving security, you're leaving, you know, the benefits, and now you're doing something on your own. At what point did you decide and then what was the, what was the struggle that, that kept you not, you know, up awake at night? Yeah, um, well, I, I think the struggle was multiple things. It wasn't um, one. I think it was my that burning passion inside me. Like I couldn't keep her quiet anymore. She was my my inner voice was not screaming at me because it wasn't that like negative. It was more of a passionate. It was almost like I had a someone on the back of my my upper back just kind of keeping me forward. Like I I couldn't put my heels down anymore. It was like you are you are going to do this. So how I was going to do that because everything was like there was no safety net in, in the choice. I had to just dive in with two feet forward and just see what happens. Um, I, so I think the biggest thing was the struggle was fear. Like I, and all the unknowns, there was no, there was no knowns. <laughs> there was no way to know that this was going to work out. So I had to just right. trust, trust in myself and trust that my, my, my belly, my gut, my voice was, um, it was so so loud and so real that I I couldn't I couldn't ignore it anymore. 
Right, right. And then what did you get a business coach? Um, and at what if you did, where at what point did you get it? And how, how did that work out? Yeah, so um, I, I, I've been wanting to separate from the corporate business, corporate life in my, my old job to my business now for over two years. So even my boss, my older boss, knew that this was something that I was looking to do. Um, I didn't hide it from anybody. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> you said the question uh, was a business coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of saw 2022 as when I was going to launch. I didn't know I was going to do it as early as I did. And so I said, well, let me put myself in a position where I can step out into myself. So before I even quit my job, I hired a business coach. um, And I found her through a a good friend of mine and mentioning what I wanted to do. And I thought I needed to do a website. I, I did not know how to build my business. I was thinking of it in a different way. And she told me about somebody that um, brought your true self, your whole self, and really helped you develop your business with with all of you in there. And I, that really resonated with me. Um, so it's kind of like a little bit of a masculine and a feminine energy in your business. And it didn't come out like that. I'm just explaining it to me to you and the way that I feel it because I wasn't sure how to do this. And then she helped guide me on what steps to do first, how to proceed, because I, I didn't, I, again, I was all over the place. I didn't know where to start um, and how to trust in the process. So she, she gave me the stepping stone to, to honestly, to be where I am right now. If I, I, I owe her, uh, my business coach, uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, gratitude for this, for me being yeah. here. It made you less scared and you could, you could put your gears and sets on your passion and, and then she took away the fears that you, well, the stuff that you didn't know. Yes. Right. Yeah. Take away the, the fear part and, and the, the, the other side that the mechanical side of the, of the business where, you know, so now um, let's, um, we're going to take a quick moment and recognize one of our sponsors. So we want to thank one of our sponsors, Microsoft, and, um, and just give them a shout out. <laughs> okay, so, so we're going to go back to our show. Um, now you um, you do this is really something funny. Um, you do something after every race when you race. What is that that you oh. do? <laughs> <laughs> um, I I like to have uh, a beer. Uh, definitely a cold beer is very much. Uh, yeah, one of my celebrations um, after a strong race, no matter how I perform, I'm always happy with, with the effort. So, yeah, always having a cold IPA. <laughs> IPA, nice. All right. Um, and one of the things you shared with me, which I thought was really smart, and again, going back to your motto of train hard, train smart, um, is that I believe that while you, before you set out on your own completely, you started making connections and you partnered um, mm. with a, with some another company, I believe. And I think that was really key to your success. And I, and if you could tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's that's true. Um, so I work with Big Wheel Coaching, and I've been working mm-hmm. with them for a long time. Um, I met um, Joy as the head of Big Wheel Coaching. And when I was getting my USA cycling license, she was one of the coaches that taught the coaches. 
and I really liked her approach and how she explained things and her demeanor. I, I really thought she was had a lot um, a lot to say, and I liked how she said it. And little did I know that her husband Brian, um, the, another coach, was a former winner of a big race here in San Diego called um, the Belgian Waffle Ride. So they're quite the dynamic duo. Um, and I'm telling you all this because it's really valuable to how it how it resonates with me personally and it's my business. So um, I found Joy and I I got her contact and I actually hired her as my coach for about six months um, for multiple mm-hmm. reasons. One, personal, I wanted to be trained. I've never been ha- coached by anybody. And two, well, besides my soccer coaches, but and two. I wanted to know what the impact would be to somebody. So it gave me a lot of value as a coach to see where I belonged in people's lives and how I could influence. Mm -hmm. Um, And then throughout the years, the last three, four years, I've utilized them in some events that I've had. I've had them support me in some some, uh, clinics, and then they've reached out to me to support them. um, for clinics as well. So it's been a mutual um, relationship. And then, when I got to be on my own, um, they reached out and invited me to be one of their coaches. So, um, which was more than um, very humbling, a very a very strong, powerful moment. So it's been great to be uh, a big wheel coach as well as as well to building my own business. Uh, my success has definitely been with with them as well. Right, and and you mentioned that you you made a plan for how much you wanted to make the first year. And yeah. you surpassed that, right? Yeah. So, so when we when I launched myself off, um, you know, the whole COVID thing definitely was a big part of me moving on my on myself. I've always had um, this is something my husband and I have done is always have our own savings, and so my savings was enough that I could use it for about almost six months to a year. If I could bring, you know, X amount in, I could supplement it. And um, after three months, I stopped using that money. So I wasn't, I didn't have to rely on it anymore. So right now it's now I have to, I'm building it back up. But um, my goal was that in six months, I would be, so in six months from when I quit my job, that's probably February or March, um, I wouldn't need to use my savings, and I was able to do that in in three months. So, it's big relief. That's not, a big deal. Not just that's a, yeah, that's a not big just deal. I meet I meet my met my goals, but there was that little bit of fear that if I if I used up all my savings, and that meant I had to go back to a job, and I didn't like that at all. I was like, and so I actually had to stop thinking that way. Um, I ha- I couldn't put fear in my head or my gut because it does affect how you perform in your business so I just knew it was there and um, I'm just grateful I don't need to use it Um, I haven't had to use it in the last month or two right and and it was really due to partnering in the beginning right to to get clients to fill in and and getting the work right absolutely yeah Um, yeah so yeah, I I I, I kind of liken it to a big dinner table where each person on the table is a client, and I only have so much space on my table. So I needed the table full, but then after that, it gets kind of tricky because then, <laughs> then you don't have any more plates. 
Yeah. So yeah, I can right. fulfill so many clients, and then if I get right. more than that, then everybody's my my business suffers because then I can't right. give the quality I would want. Um, and I think that's why Big Wheel Coaching brought me on because they wanted to have that same quality without without having, yeah. Right, right. And and um, I do love your, your motto, your tagline, train hard, train smart, mm-hmm. because it can apply to anybody's business. Um, uh, so did you come up with that on your own? And how, you know, what, what, how do you see that as, as, you know, how did that come about? Yeah, I don't know exactly how they came about. I don't know if I just started writing that at the bottom of an email or it just sent something I kept saying. Um, I have since I've used that for at least five, ten years. So it's nothing. It's not new, but no matter what people are training for, um, it's important for them to know that their consistency and their training is important is important um mm-hmm. so like you know you have, you hear the weekend warrior and people go out and they go ride i don't know four or five six hours or go do something and then for the next three days they're still aching and suffering so it's not really that smart if you went out and did that so sometimes it's good for people to know how to train and then they don't feel like they're not doing enough and they realize that 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 is enough. So yeah, and then it does apply to to work and life. Um, even on my weekdays when I'm when I'm working on my business, I have to. T- I don't say train hard, train smarter, or I just say you know work smarter, not harder. Um, I, I I do tell that, that to myself because I, very much like training, you can kind of burn yourself out really fast if you're not careful. Right, right. And and you have both women and men clients. Yes, I do. And do you do you have more of one than the other, or or is it pretty fifty fifty? Um, I would say I have sixty percent male and forty percent female. Although, wow. um, I think it's yeah, it's not that uneven. But okay. I know that in the races, the men are eighty percent of the population, and the women are right. twenty. Right, but I know that that's that is slowly changing. I know a lot of um, race promoters really want to get more women in there. I, there's just a a lot more for I think women to overcome to be more um, to get to put themselves in that position. Right, right, and and um, the when you do train, so you don't just train for mountain biking. You train for endurance races. Or anything pretty much outdoors, correct? Yes, correct. Okay, but and mostly, then mostly biking. Mostly biking. Okay, and so how does let's say a client come to you? Because I know you are on social media and you give a lot of free stuff, but the client gets an addition to that, or what? What? What do you do? How does a client get your services? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you, yeah? What do you do for them? So each client that I have, we have already not maybe not met in person because some of my clients are on the East Coast. So we definitely talk before I even get onboarded with them. Um, I want to make sure it's a 
a good fit for both of us. So I want them to feel that I can help them, and I want to make sure I, 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 can, I know I can help them. So we, we talk first to make sure it's a good fit. And I think that rapport and that relationship in the beginning sets the stage for what happens next. And so mm-hmm. um, there's a platform that, we, that I use. It's a software platform that I give them their workout so they can – I can see what they're doing, and they know what to do. There's no guessing game at all. It's a very detailed program. Mm-hmm. And uh, I respond to their workouts sometimes on a daily basis, at least every other day or at least once a week, uh, respond to how they're doing and give them either push them a little bit here or pull them back if I see that they might um, – burn themselves out, you know, sometimes they, they go a little bit harder or not hard enough. So um, just keeping them, helping them, keeping on track, let them know what the bigger picture is. So that yeah. there's every, every workout has a reason, everything that they're doing to the point where even their rest day has a reason. So when people right. work out on their rest day, sometimes I have to explain why it's so important for them to just um, take it, you chill, know, what, what's chill, happening. Chill <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. So, um, and then we, we talk at least, well, yeah, we talk, um, like, you know, over the phone or in person at least once a, once a month just to kind of review what's happened and then talk about what's going to happen next. Right. Right. And here's a question for you. So let's see if this, if this you can answer, what would you say is your superpower? Mm. Why do you succeed? uh, Like, why do you do what you do and are successful, you have to have a superpower. What do you think that is? Uh, I think it's just it's caring, like I, authentically being a, a caring person and then also mm-hmm. understanding the science of training. I think those right. two things help me or give my clients the, I hate to say the love and support, but um, you can you can use love and however however you make sense to you, but that they are have somebody in their corner that is cares about them and also is giving them the tools they need to to perform at the level that they they want to. Right, right, right. Yeah, and um, your your husband he he does he race? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I my husband and I met riding. Um, he he also races at an expert level. Um, yeah, so yeah, we've been riding since we've known each other together. Okay, now I'm going to tell the audience he was also one of your clients, correct? He, yes, yeah. So but, uh, I've but trained something him happened. and I and then I fired him and now I, I've trained him again. So so I guess this could be a funny example, but um and. But, but I'll say it, and, and it, it is it is fun and, and all love. Uh, he wouldn't do the workouts that I I laid out, and so I would spend time developing a program for him, and then he would skip at least half of them. And um, yeah, as a coach, that didn't really resonate with me. If I'm putting the, t- I don't think the coach should work harder than the athlete. That I'll just say that. If I'm working okay. harder than, than the athlete, I think that there's an imbalance. So maybe the athlete doesn't really want the workout or it's their goal, not my goal. I'm, I'm helping support them. So I felt like he was doing it. He wasn't training or he didn't want to do all the hard work or the uncomfortable stuff. So 
I stopped giving him workouts. And then after about a year, he recognized that he needed some structure and some some support. So he begged you. Um, he begged you to be he his begged coach me. again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, that's so awesome. So I, I sure I think that remember I, I said that that first meeting is really important. I don't think we had that first meeting. I don't think I was able to sit with him oh. as a coach. So I think that helped to, to sit down and tell him what he needed to be to do, and he 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 agreed. And um, so we we launched uh, around two, and he felt really good about his performance. Um, after we started training again. So um, that was, that was fun. He actually said that was, I needed that and you really helped me with, with my race performance. So um, wow. I'll, I, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, if in case listeners may want to find you, um, what's the best way to, to uh, contact you or to find you? Is, is, what is it? Does the website, social media or where? So, so if you want to learn more about like my program, um, I think my website is pretty pretty good. It's um, outdoorfitnesscoachoneword.com. Um, it has everything in there from what the program is. I have a, a blog in there, so you can just you know read a little bit more of of the training. Um, I do have social media. I am on Instagram, um, outdoor fitness coach, but there's an underscore between the words, so outdoor underscore fitness underscore coach. And okay. um, you can direct message me, um, and and we can, you know, we I, I get a lot of people, you know, we either get on the phone call or, or start emailing, whatever is more comfortable. But, yeah, if you send me a message on Instagram, that's a great way to get a hold of me. Yeah, and I have to say that your Instagram, I was checking it out, amazing just common little short video clips of stretching, strength exercises, um, just movement to to combat, you know, uh, overexerting a certain area, um, and just to, for the listeners, if uh, if you're on Instagram, check it out. It's free. It's wonderful. A plethora of information there that is that um, Cynthia is again. She is a very caring um, coach and um, completely authentic and genuine in, in her approach. Um, so kudos on, Thank on you. that. Yeah. Um, so um, one more question: um, the your your passion. Why do you do? Why do you bike? Why do you um, mm. you know? Because you do it quite often, and, and you do it for yourself, and then you you know doing it for others. Why do you do it? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, and uh, I've always been on the bike as a little girl. Um, we, I was camping a lot and we would always bike to the beach, even though the beach wasn't very close. We would, um, we would always go out and that was always just fun. I never felt like riding my bike was anything but just fun and, and a, a way to get around town and, and see things and be with other people. Um, it's mm-hmm. definitely evolved a lot of time, um, uh, in that, you know, it's been my therapy, my bike therapy, when, when there's been some hard times in my life. Um, it's been, I, I really love mountain biking and biking fast downhill. Like, I, I just, um, that's kind of like my meditation. I know that sounds weird, but I'm not thinking about anything. I'm just breathing and just being part of just 
the physical part and being outside, it's like the perfect blend of my two passions of just um, fitness and being outdoors. Right. Um, and sometimes, you know, it's not the first thing I want to do, but I always love how I feel afterwards. So there, it's, it has it's many, many things, but I think being in the flow and smelling the dirt and being outside is probably what I love the most about biking. Okay, yeah. yeah and you like going fast too, right? <laughs> I do, I do. I mean, it's always fun to, to it's, racing is kind of can be stressful. It's really, really hard, but I do love that feeling of being strong and powerful and also, like I mentioned before, just flowing and going downhill and just having fun. I, I find myself kind of hooting and hollering while I'm going down and um, just laughing. So, yeah, it's definitely pure joy from, from that perspective. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, well, I want to say that's our show for today. I want to say thank you to Cynthia Plankton. Um, for our being our leading lady today, and special thanks to our listeners both in the U.S. and internationally. want to wish everyone a happy holiday. Um, Feliz Navidad for international uh, listeners. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be back again for another Women Lead Radio Show on Mondays at 9 Pacific Time and Fridays 2 p.m. Um, again Pacific Time. It's been my sincere pleasure to be your host today. Thank you for listening, and remember, live every day passionately because life is too short. Have a wonderful rest of the week. Thank you so much. Thank you. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect collaborate and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.